Hey, what's up, guys? Um, I'm Dr. Boyce Watkins, and uh, welcome to drboycetp.com, the home for intelligent black people. Uh, so if you're not black and intelligent, you may want to get the fuck out because we like to have smart conversations here. And we also like to have fun. We like to be honest and see what's going on in the world. So uh, Alicia and I went for a run today and uh, we decided to get up and, and it's a beautiful day outside. And so I threw on my clothes and we went out and uh, I don't really run fast. I kind of do a run walk because I'm not really in good shape. But we ran one of the places we stopped uh, on our way out was we stopped by the what's that place called where we go vote, babe? It's the vote. Uh, it's called the voter booth or something. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's, it's, it's like a community center or something. It is like a community center. Yeah, well, we ran. We went. We we happened to be running by the place where you go vote. So, um, I went in there to vote. A lot of people think I don't vote at all, but I announced fifty thousand times that I changed my position. That I actually, actually, um, to show how open minded I am, uh, Professor Andy Gloud, he at, at Princeton, uh, when I heard him talk about ways that we as black people can protest the system and still participate. I said, you know, I like that because I met Eddie one time. You know what? The last time I met Eddie Glavitt was in Detroit in 2006. I spoke at, I was the, the, one of the keynote speakers at the National Black uh, Law, it was, I think National Bar Association or National, National Black Law Student Association Conference. And I spoke there. Uh, Professor Charles Ogletree from Harvard was there. And it was in Detroit. And I think it was right before Kwame Kilpatrick started going down. Uh, right before the, it, it's so crazy. It's almost like full circle, well, right? It must have been 2007. Okay, and it must have been 2007. Then. Yeah, because yeah. I, I remember Kwame going, and it was it was terrible. And I, and I hope that they let him out. I, I I hope Trump pardons him. He deserves to be pardoned. That brother does not need to be in prison. But anyway, so here's what. Um, let's see. Robert says, uh, "Wow, last minute chance to discourage the black vote." <laughs> I'm put your comment up there, Robert. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, I, I'm not going to discourage the black vote, but maybe I, I, if you, you know, I, I don't care. If you, I, I personally think people have the right to do what they want to do, right? So, how is that discouraging the black vote? Oh, I think Robert's just trying to hate. He's trying to be a hater. You're talking about voting. Yeah, well, politics are actually, yeah, we like I did just mention that I voted, right? I just said that I voted, right? But, 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 no, let me tell you about how politics works in America. The way politics works in America is, um, you know, deception and misinformation and propaganda are kind of the rules of the day. So if you're mad, like if you're mad at Ice Cube because Ice Cube and his team of experts came up with a black agenda and you don't want black people to have a black agenda, then you create some bullshit. Like you Photoshop a picture of Ice Cube with a MAGA hat on. You say, oh, he must be a Trump supporter because he has a black agenda. Oh, he must be a crazy rapper who's only voting for Trump because of taxes. And even though Ice Cube never said I'm voting for Trump. He's never worn a MAGA hat. He made it 100% abundantly clear that he's not endorsing anybody except black people. And because that's how the game works, people just start telling lies. That's just what people do. Like, they just kind of get out there and just start acting acting a damn fool. So it's kind of like that's, but that's American politics. They've always done that, right? So just know, if you're in politics, people will never, like, actually listen to what you actually say. They're going to create what they want you to have said, and then they'll use that to try to discredit you. And, and that's how you uh, gaslight. Remember we were talking about gaslighting? Mm-hmm. That's a, isn't, that a, isn't that where you just you create some bullshit to dis- deflect from the issue? Like people do that. People gaslight in relationships, right? Of course they gaslight. So if you come to someone with a problem, they turn it around and make it your problem. Right. Exactly. It's my problem that I got a problem with you. Yeah, people do that in relationships. <laughs> <laughs> right. There we go. Right. You got a problem. 
right. The fact that you have a problem with me is your problem, not my problem. So I'm not going to solve that problem. I'm just going to create some bullshit to distract from the issue. So there we go. So uh, that's what you got. That's what you have. All right. So, um, all right. So Robert says something like Dr. Cohn. All right. We're going to get him out of here. Get, get your ass out of here, boy. All right. So, so Robert's gone. He's dead. He's dead and buried. So everybody pour some liquor on the curb for the homie Robert. He's now been booted out of the chat because he's not, he's not equipped for grown folk conversation, but here's what we wanted to talk about. We were doing research on different candidates that are out there. Um, I did vote, but I did not vote for Biden. I did not vote for Trump, but I did decide to vote because I didn't want to necessarily get into a conversation about whether or not you should vote. I wanted to continue the conversation about, you know, the poor choices we have and the fact that none of the candidates does anything good for black people. So I voted in all my local elections. And then I voted for Joe Jorgensen for president. Joe Jorgensen is the libertarian candidate. And so, you know, to really educate myself on it, um, and educate everybody else on it. I'm not, I'm not telling you to vote for Joe Jorgensen. This is not an endorsement. This is just me telling you what I did because I'm not voting for Biden. You you don't you don't, <laughs> you cannot put a hundred thousand black men in prison and get my motherfucking vote. Ain't gonna happen. Ain't happening. But you voted for a woman. I did not know that you a woman was running. You didn't for know, president. Right. That just tells I didn't you. Know that, I, that sounds like a male vote. Well, man. that's the product of corporate media, right? Like, think about this. Corporate media didn't even tell you that there were candidates outside of Biden and Trump. They should well, why have been is that? on the debate. How come they weren't included in the debate? That's Everybody good, running should be included. That's a good question. And it's interesting because it comes down to corporate media. Because think about this. Who's spending the most money with these corporate media outlets? Is the Democrats and Republicans. Libertarians aren't putting up that big money. It's all about the money, I think. Uh-huh. You know, so, yeah, so, so I personally think it's um, it, it just kind of it kind of like reeks of the corruption that of the system that we're in that you literally. And that's another little trick I noticed in politics is that if they don't want to hear your voice, they'll just pretend like you're not there. Like when you ask Kamala Harris about reparations, she'll be like, oh, you mean reparations? Yeah, my favorite rapper is Tupac. You be <laughs> like, no, God damn it. I said reparations. You mean Christmas wrappings? Wrappings for rep, 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 what? <laughs> right, right, rep, <laughs> what? <laughs> rep, who? <laughs> and, and, and that's why she'll go. You know, they'll go and they'll do interviews with like Cardi B instead of like actually like they wouldn't sit down and talk to Ice Cube like like not in public because Ice Cube mm-hmm. has been coached by scholars on how to ask really difficult questions that politicians cannot answer. So they they'll sit down with a rapper. As long as they stay in their lane. And that's what Kamala actually said. I wish rappers would stay in their lane. And she was talking about Ice Cube. I text, I, after that, I text Cube and I said, Was she talking about you? You think she's talking about you? He said, Yeah. So, anyway. So, who uh, did you vote for and what is, what yeah, is this so, person? So, this Joe, Joe Jorgensen is a lady who is mm-hmm. a PhD who um, got her PhD in industrial psychology from um, Clemson, industrial organization, or something like that. Mm-hmm. She was um, a psychology student, which makes her relate to you. She's got an MBA, which relates to me. That's business. And then she has a PhD, which relates to both of us. And and I, I did my research on the Libertarian Party. And I actually like the Libertarian Party. It's interesting because the Libertarian Party, let me just, you're right. Libertarians I, get on my nerves. <laughs> Why do they get on your because nerves? Because I've never seen a poor Libertarian. That is so true. They always have a lot of things. And they feel like, because I did it, <laughs> everyone else can do it. And I just, I can't deal with that. Like. Yeah, I, I can get that too. Yeah, libertarians. I got a sense that the that the libertarian party is just all about like you just do you, I'm gonna do me. 
Like you free to do whatever. The free market will work it out. Right. And you're right. You're, and that's you're, not. With, what would you we need a, regulations. We need safety nets. Mm-hmm. We need all the stuff that social workers advocate for that I truly believe in. And I believe in those too. Mm-hmm. So I actually agree with you. And you know, it's interesting. They have like a left libertarians on the left and libertarians on the right. Oh, really? I yeah. Yeah. I'm going to read some stuff here. Do me a favor, guys. Hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up, share and subscribe button. Also, I'm going to actually flip my screen to look something up and uh, tell me if you can still hear me. If I, as I split my screen, I'm trying to see what happens if I, um, yeah, look it up and I, look up, look up the libertarian party. Let's just read. I, I read some stuff like just off of literally off the Wikipedia page. So it was actually really good information. So look up libertarian party. I'm going to, I'm going to, we about to get educated up in this mug. So do me a favor. Please hit the thumbs up button. If you haven't hit the thumbs up button, please do that. All right, so let's see here. This is not there. No, no, no. You no, want no. the Wikipedia Just type page? libertarian, just Google search the libertarian page, the libertarian party, and go to their Wikipedia because there's good information there. Okay, Wikipedia. There we go. Okay. Are right, y'all ready? Give me a yes or no if you're ready. Can I Can I use, Can I sit next to you? Hang on. I would sit on your lap. I, I, would, I, would your lab. I, I lost lab. I lost 13 pounds, so I'm not fat no more. You can sit on my lap. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm sitting on my woman's lap. How awkward. If y'all saw us, y'all were looking at us, y'all be laughing at us right now. I, I don't think I've ever sat on a woman's lap before. Oh, it's okay. Other than your mama. I guess some, that's true. <laughs> well, my mama when I was about six. I got some fat thighs. I think you got some big, strong black woman thighs. I, I like do. that. I like that. I know you do. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. That's right. Yes, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> fellas we we like those big black those sexy black woman thighs don't we all right so um here we go all right shout out to the black women with big thighs all right so um the libertarian party is a political party in the united states that promotes civil liberties non-interventionism laissez-faire capitalism and limiting the size and scope of government the party was conceived in 1971 at meetings in the home of david f nolan in Westminster, Colorado. That's interesting. So they said the party in the United States was conceived in 1971. But libertarianism has been around for a while. There's actually, a, I think, a French origin. Because, you know, French are all about liberty, you know, stuff like that. Okay, so let's see here. Um, it was officially formed in 1971. Uh, and you say, and I mean, it was formed in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I bet David Nolan was rich. Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. Poor people do not go to Colorado Springs. That is so true. Yeah, so yes, it's <laughs> probably like some rich people that didn't want to pay taxes anymore. Yeah, they wanted no regulation. Right, right. Let's keep reading. Okay. Mm-hmm. The founding of the party was prompted in part due to concerns about the Nixon administration, the mm. Vietnam War, conscription, and the introduction of fiat money. Yeah, remember 1971 mm-hmm. was when um, they went to fiat money. They they left the gold standard, which started the um, okay. uh, the inflation of money, like the um, money started losing its value. Uh, at that time, you had Nixon in office and the Vietnam War. And so where, the anti-war. Hmm. Yeah, I well, they believe well, countries should figure it out on their own. Well, there are probably a bunch of rich help. people that didn't want their kids to get drafted. There we go. Mm-hmm. Well, this is after Vietnam because it's 1971, right? Well, it wasn't, but Vietnam was still going on. I was think, it still going on? I keep thinking it ended like early 70s, like maybe 73. What year did the Vietnam War end? Let me know, you I y'all. thought it was over by the end, but I don't know. You somebody, know somebody tell me what year the Vietnam War ended. All right, so mm-hmm. here we go. The party generally promotes a classical liberal platform in contrast to the Democratic Party's modern liberalism and progressivism. And the Republican Party's conservatism. Gary Johnson, the party's presidential nominee in 2012, states that 
the Libertarian Party is more culturally liberal than Democrats and more fiscally conservative than Republicans. Interesting. Current fiscal policy positions include lowering taxes, abolishing the IRS. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That's, that's I don't true. like that already. But. What do y'all think? You think we should get rid of the IRS? Well, you know what? I don't know. I don't think so. You gotta have taxes. I mean, we we travel on the roads. The roads need to be paved. We have public school. I like my social programs. Social. I like SSI. I like that our parents can collect social security. They pay in. They get out. What they pay in. It's the third leg of retirement. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Okay. You sounding good. Keep you going. know, I'm I'm enjoying that. So I don't know if I want to get rid of taxes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind taxes. Just don't tax me too much. Um, decreasing the national debt. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Allowing people to opt out of Social Security. No, nah, I don't agree with that. But that's so that's not like that, that sounds like a rich people thing. Right. And eliminating mm-hmm. the welfare state. OK, so it sounds like they kind of ended like, like this personal responsibility, personal liberty thing. You know, you take responsibility for whatever your crap is like. We're not going to do this. Do it for you. Um, let's see. They want to uh, utilize private charities. Uh, current p- cultural policies include ending the prohibition of illegal drugs. I don't have a problem with that. Um, advocating criminal justice reform, supporting same-sex marriage, ending capital punishment, and supporting gun ownership rights. Okay. So what? what? So you just in charge? If something happens, you're <clears throat> just in charge of protecting yourself. Basically, it sounds like that's what they're saying. It's so individualistic. Where's the collaboration? Where's the community in that? Mm, good point. I don't know. <clears throat> they're the third largest political party in the U.S. by voter registration. <clears throat> they have one member in Congress. Okay. Now, you, you voted for the Green Party, though, right? I like the Green Party. Look, okay. that, look them look up, up the Green Party. I wanna... Okay, hold this. All right. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the thumbs up, share, and subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. Please do that. Oh, also tonight we're doing election coverage from 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern on. Uh, if you go to drboystv.com, that's where you can catch it. Or if you're on my Facebook page, you can catch it there too. So we're going to be doing election coverage tonight. I'm bringing in black experts, um, the kind of black people you don't see on TV uh, because I, I I don't know about you, but I don't like – I'm tired of CNN's bullshit. I'm tired of Fox News. I'm tired of MSNBC. Um, I'd like to get some coverage from people that actually care about the black community. So we, so if you are a person who operates from a B1, hashtag B1 perspective, black first, uh, then uh, join us uh, at six o'clock tonight. And we're going to just kind of go on and on and just talk about what's going on at the election and make a plan for the community. All right. Oh, so this is so me. I'm so, so green me, party. So let's, let's read it. Let's yeah. see. All right. But she's the hippie of the family. <laughs> a green party is a formally organized political party based on the principles of green politics, such as social justice, environmentalism, and nonviolence. Oh. Gr- Greens believe that these issues are inherently related to one another as a foundation for world peace. Yes. That's an, that's an illusion. I love that. You see, what happened was that Quincy and I, my son and I, we took four years ago with the other election, we took a poll from his social studies class. Mm-hmm. And based on those, how you answer those questions, it'll tell you like what you believe and how closely <clears throat> it's related to all of the political parties. And we took that quiz together and Quincy and I were both leaning toward the Green Party. And so therefore I voted for the Green Party. Hmm. last year okay. so well, let's read last more. time let's say greens believe that these issues okay world peace green party platforms typically embrace social democratic economic policies mm-hmm. and forming coalitions with other left-wing parties green parties exist in 90 countries around the world 
Many are members of the Global Greens, which are not related to the Collard Greens. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. There are definitions, there are distinctions between green parties and capital green parties. Isn't that interesting? So they got the lowercase green and the mm. uppercase green, uppercase G. Okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, any party faction or politician may be labeled green, lowercase, if it is if it emphasizes environmental causes. In contrast, formally organized capital green parties may follow a coherent ideology that includes not only environmentalism, but often also other concerns such as social justice, consensus decision making, and nonviolence. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, well, you know what's, well, what's funny? Mm-hmm. See, when I think Green Party, I think environmentalism. I, I, I almost think it was like one issue, right? And and that doesn't, I I, I don't get caught up. I'm not a tree hugger. I, I, I don't it, want. It's kind of on a continuum because if you honor and respect people, then you have to honor and respect the environment in which people live in. So true. It's almost like a Native American sort of mm. uh, stance. It's like our environment is not for us it's for the people who come after us and we have to protect it for our offspring it's giving back it's seeing everything good grief the green party is polar opposite with the libertarian party i don't think they're polar opposites i think that the libertarians also probably have like that hippie element where it's like you're on your own i'm gonna do me (laughs) you do you whatever but you're right though i think the green party it's probably different in the sense that they probably feel like we should pass laws that require mm-hmm. people to preserve the environment. I'm not opposed to that. I, you know what I think is, but you know what I can't do? I cannot get with these people that are like, we need to stop using straws because <laughs> the fucking turtles, the, the, you know, the, 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 the South Asian epiturtle is choking on the plastic from the straws. Like, you you mean to tell me nobody's using straws now in California? Like the straws are banned because of these turtles that nobody's ever heard of. I'm okay, sorry. So I'm, the details is a little convoluted. In terms yeah, I'm not with that. I, I, yeah, I think yeah. Some, I think some of the I think some of the environmentalists. Well, it's just extreme. Anything is no fun, right? Yeah. Like extreme environmentalists. You know, oh, PETA. Those PETA people are vicious. They're crazy. They're a bunch of crazy white people. It's Ooh. another. It's another type of white supremacy. It really is. It's run amok. Yeah, the way they're running up on people, throwing blood on them and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're, yeah, they're like terrorists. They are. <laughs> they really are. They don't play. <laughs> you wear a fur coat, they are all over you. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. So, anyway, um, Jason, uh, Jason says, I don't, he says I'm stupid. He says, this stupid. Dr. Boy, yeah, he said I only sound smart half the time. Listen to this. Well, see, wait, what, what he doesn't know is that I'm only smart 10% of the time. Haha, ha, that dumb motherfucker. How are people stupid? I know. Well, that's the internet. What's going on? The internet is full of mean ass people. Join the P- the Green Party. We yeah. all want to be peaceful people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I voted for the Libertarians because I I just I tend to mm-hmm. I I tend to like the idea of saying you look you do you I'm gonna do me but mm-hmm. but you know and and somebody in the chat mentioned private charities and I I agree with that I think. Um, I, I I do believe that you can actually achieve things by creating incentives for private charity, you know, but, uh, and I think government wastes a lot of money, right? So when you talk about increasing taxes, if there was additional oversight to make sure the money was used in the right way, I could support that, but you just see so much waste. You do. And yeah. all the money goes to wars. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. Super stuff. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I'm going to, um, 
look at some of the comments. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the thumbs up, share, and subscribe button. And by the way, you can follow me on Instagram at the Real Boys Walkins, and uh, also uh, you can subscribe to DrBoysTV.com uh, right there. It's in the ticker, so feel free to do that. Um, Anybody want to join the Green Party with me? Nobody. No. Nobody is interested. How many y'all? How many y'all want to be in the Green Party with Alicia? Anybody want to join the Green Party with Alicia? <laughs> All right, so let's see. Not many, I bet. Doug says we must do like the rich who go to dinner in groups and put money collectively and do business. Well, collective action is, is, I think that's that's a universal idea that says Mm -hmm. animals understand that. Think about it. Whenever we go running by their pond, all those geese are together like a gang. They're in a group. Well, who told them that? Did they go to college and learn that? Are they, you know, part of the uh, political party that says we. Right, it's survival. It's mm-hmm. base. It's instinctual. God put that in them. Geese, geese don't go to college, you know. They just know like we're better together. So anybody who says like that, you know, we need to spread apart and get away from each other and social distance from everyone and and do it all by ourselves, that's not even natural. Mm-hmm. You're you're harming your own ability to survive by doing that. Uh, let's see here. Um, are you for segregation, Doctor Boyce? Voluntary, Ooh. yeah. If it's voluntary, yeah. It's like I, I probably feel about segregation the way I feel about voting. Um, your ancestors did not die for you to vote. Your ancestors died for you to have the right to vote. That means you have the right to choose, and uh, and I stand by that. Same thing is true with segregation. Um, you know, we didn't put desegregation is not the same as integration. So desegregation means that if I choose to integrate, I can. But if I choose to, you know, combine forces with the people that I care about, I can do that, too. I, I don't have to be forced into one choice or the other. I can move back and forth. That's what freedom looks like. Um, OK, Rick, Rick says the Green Party is terrible. He hates the Green Party. Oh, OK. Well, that's fine. Yeah. I'm part of the Green Party, so you should be able to do, do what you want to do. <laughs> Peace loving people. <laughs> Wayne asks, why do you look different? Oh, because, Wayne, I'm, I'm in the middle of a six month dental procedure. I'm. I'm, I'm trying to overhaul my health by losing a lot of weight and by getting my teeth fixed. So You're looking good, boys. Think so? Yes. I lost 13 pounds. Looking very trim. I'm also trim sexy. and slim. I'm getting those chiseled features. Yes, very sexy. <laughs> From head to toe. I have a chiseled belly. I need to chisel that. You're close. You're very close to it. All right. Oh, you think? Oh, well, thank, I'm getting there. Yeah, I think it's not so... I think I know... No, not, not so squishy. Not so doughboyish. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to... um. Uh, get down below 200 pounds. That's my. That's oh, my I'm throwing you a party for sure. By the time yeah. you're 50, you should get down. That, let that be your goal. Mm, so my 50th birthday ball out. Be like, I'm 199 pounds. And that's what I'm Yeah. About. I could do like Diddy and get a yacht. Okay. Oh, okay. guess what? Um, what? M- Mara says that your voice is very calming. Mine? Mara. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that. Hey, Mara. Is that you? Do you got you got a white girlfriend? I'm looking at your profile picture, man. What do y'all think? That looks like a white. Is that a white lady? I'm make. I'm she could be just light skinned. Well, you yeah. People leave, think. Leave us a a lot of people think you're leave white. Leave us high yellow people. Yeah, high yellow Negroes. <laughs> you ain't pure blood. Well, you know what? I got people in my family that married outside the race, and and there and some of them are good people. Like I don't think, like I don't write somebody off just because they chose to not marry black. I, I do think that who you marry says something about you as a person, but it does. you know. But at the same time, I'm I'm not somebody that's going to shame somebody about who they marry because I get I, sometimes I get grief because my you know I have people in my family that you know married white and I'm like 
was I supposed to control that? Like they'll be like, Dr. Boyce is, his daughter is married to a white man. Well, my daughter's not married to anybody, but my goddaughter is married to a white guy. Oh, and, he, and he's yeah. a nice white guy. Like he, he understood. Of course he I don't have a, I, I've never hated white people. I don't have enough time for that. I just don't want anybody trying to come in and dominate me. So when he came into the family, I said, you know, it's fine. Just show mm-hmm. respect. Don't well, come they in. have love for each other, and that's what counts. Yeah, well, in, in the, hard well, well, if he had come in and some old, arrogant, white supremacy stuff, that wouldn't have worked out so well. well. he wouldn't have been attracted to her. Cause, no, I he mean, wouldn't. She's, she's dark. Well, you're right. well, also, you know, he just, he came into the space knowing that this was our space. Yeah. Anybody can come into our space as long as they know whose space it is. Yeah. It's just like when I go to Harvard University, I don't have any illusions about thinking that Harvard is run by black people. No, they make a great I'm, I'm in their space. Right? They make a great couple. So, so yeah, but yeah. that but when, when they but when they come in our space, like when they come into black business school, then they know that they're in our space. Like we own this, we run this. This is our culture. This is our values. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah, so I, I I don't even think it's I'm not even about talking about somebody's relationship. Yeah, because I don't want to put anybody on the spot. You but know. to each its own. I think that's what I'm saying. It's just to each its own. You can't pick a mate for somebody. Everybody has to make that decision on their own. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the point. You know. True. Good point. And what counts is how you treat each other and what you do for each other, and that's what I see. Mm, that's you so know true. that's important. Good point. Uh, Gunsmith says I voted for Ice Cube. Can we write, we could have written his name in. Mm, I don't think he wrote that. Okay. I, I, but I applaud, I applaud what Ice Cube has done. I think he um he made a difference in this election. And uh, I think they're going to change their strategy next time. They're not going to do that old, you know, Negro souls to the polls crap anymore. Like, you have to vote. Your ancestors died for you to vote. You know, and, and I, or I, I think a good test would be to say, okay, so you're telling us all to go vote? Fine. We're all going to go vote Libertarian. Or we're all going to vote Third Party. Or we're all going to write in the candidate. Do you still want us to vote? Are you still going to run all those voter drives? You still want souls to the polls if we're not going to vote for you? Or are you pushing us to vote so that we can support you? Voting rights, we, we always that's always the first thing they mention. And people make the mistake of believing that voting rights, that the Democrats push for voting rights to benefit black people. They only push for voting rights to benefit themselves. If they felt like we were going to all vote for a different party, they wouldn't be pushing for voting rights. And I think that people have to know the difference between the two. Because black people, a lot of black people are pushing for reparations also. So think about this. They'll talk all day about voting rights, but won't even mention reparations because reparations does not benefit them. It benefits black people directly. Voting rights benefits them directly because it keeps them in power. So anyway. What other comments? Okay, let me see here. Um, We also have the right not to vote, uh, says Yahoo. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me see here. my husband is black and we have three beautiful girls. Oh, so Mara is the white girl. Oh. <laughs> but Mara, okay. well, she's got to be cool, though, because she's here. Yeah. I, white people are really scared of me. But, I think so. And I don't even think I'm a scary person. What do y'all think? Yes or no? Do y'all think I'm scary? I don't think I'm scary. I think I'm, a, think I'm silly. and But I'm serious about my shit, mind you. Right? I'm real clear about who I am. I'm not going to change that. But I don't I don't have any hate. I'm not a... As a person, though. I ain't no thug. I put I put the strap away. <laughs> yeah. Well, we love you, Mara. You are welcome to come in here. Anybody else who's not black, just know that, that I, we do not do that discrimination stuff. I don't I don't believe in mistreating people because of who they are or where they come from. To me, it's about where you're trying to go and what you're yeah. trying to do. You know. And I think that what it is is that my goal was not to just force this to be 
a black only space all the time. It was more so to be clear about who we are. Like we put the word black in front of things so that we repel people that don't want to be here. Also, intelligent is an important word. If you, you either want to be intelligent or you want to want to be intelligent. If you don't want to be intelligent, like if you want to be ignorant or you want to get on some coon stuff, I'm not that you're not a fit here. I'm going to make you mad. You're going to make me mad. We shouldn't be talking. Right. But if you're trying to grow or at least to hear other points of view, you're okay with somebody challenging your thinking. You're okay with, you know, being solution oriented as opposed to just sitting around and whining and complaining about how we're oppressed and we can't do shit without white people's help. I don't, I don't do that. Those things are not fun for me. Mm -hmm. It's very depressing to sit around and to believe that the only, you can actually escape oppression is if your oppressor decides to grant you access to your freedom. They're going to grow a heart. What? They're going to, um, they're going to be like the Grinch and decide they're going to have a change of mind. Right. Right. Like literally, yeah. Like literally you're waiting for the people who oppress you to, to help you break out of your oppression. How right. stupid are you? I mean, how backward <laughs> and ridiculous is that, that, you know, so, so, you know, I mean, people are different, different strokes for different folks. Um, I think I'm outnumbered. I think people like us are outnumbered. You know, because you got a lot of black people like literally if you just tell them go vote, they'll just go vote. Or if you mm-hmm. say Trump is scary, go vote. They'll just do it. They'll just they just they're just trained to do what they're told. They don't they don't even have like anything that pushes for critical thinking only pisses some of them off. Like they just get mad. Like, why are you making me think? That- well, if you're, if you're pushing people to think differently from how they've been thinking in a while, it can cause a lot of anxiety and they just yeah. can't take it. It's just like this too much of a dissonance in them. And they just have to reject it and turn you off and say, mm. I can't do it. They're just not ready for it right now. As a mental health expert, are you are you referring to cognitive dissonance? Is that what you, you use the word dissonance? Yeah, I mean, dissonance in your life. If That's why you have to be careful when you challenge people's thinking. Mm. Because if they're not ready to hear it, it can it can really be damaging. Mm. They just damaging in what way? Be, because it's going to... It's almost like a program or a system or like a computer program that gets overloaded and it starts to fizzle (laughs) and Mm. the smoke starts coming out like they don't know what to do. And it causes too much anxiety. That's why I don't usually challenge a lot of my clients. Wow. I get into like, tell me your thinking. Tell me your thinking. And what did you do about that? And how did you feel about that? I talk more about that. Then so up front, I never challenge their thinking up front. I just try to get into what they're thinking. And then I ask different critical thinking questions to them to say, hmm, is that always the case? I mean, there's different ways to talk people out of that sort of anxiety, but you never want to take it head on because they're just going to turn you off and not listen to you. Wow. Did y'all hear that? Tell me if y'all heard that, if that means, I mean, you know, and and remember, this is not just a regular opinion. You know, she sees clients like this is something that she does for a living. So I, I think, you know, when you have relatives that, are, you know, that are, you know, almost on a whole different planet, you know, mentally. And it doesn't mean they're wrong. They just think differently from you. Um, You know, when you challenge their thinking and people get mad about it, I guess anger is kind of the first reaction I'll have because I can't process this whole other reality. You can't challenge people in the way they think. No. Mm -mm. I have people in my family who are very, very religious. You can't challenge them. <laughs> you can't tell them to stop thinking about Jesus. I got proof. Like you're crazy. <laughs> like, I got proof that Jesus never existed, and and it's like the, it's like the it's like well, not to say I believe that. I, if you're a Christian, we're not we're not challenging your no, thinking. We're not cha- definitely don't want to challenge. Yeah, but you're right. Like, and it's you like know? it's like you get to and you think, well, no, no, no. If I show them and I I present proof, they're gonna accept the idea, uh-uh. and it doesn't work like that. 
No, because they mama's Christian and they mama's mamas and they mama's mama. It's the whole family. It's everything they grew up with. You shouldn't even want to challenge that. I don't. Don't do I that don't. to people. That's I don't. I, I don't want to. I don't want to take away somebody's Jesus. Like some people, all they got, all they got is Jesus. They yeah. like they need. They're holding on to Jesus for dear life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Anyway, let me see. Uh, Shanir says, um, you have changed my, the financial trajectory of my family. Thank you, Dr. Boyce. That's what I'm talking about. You are so I, awesome, Boyce. I, you know, I love, I love hearing, I love when people say stuff like that because it says, you know, we're solving a problem. Like yeah. we are closing the wealth gap because I know for a fact, because, because finance is my thing, uh, you know, s- social work and psychology and sociology, that's Alicia's thing. My thing is, is finance. And and I know for a fact that if somebody takes just a few of the things that we talk about and apply them to their children, mm-hmm. their children are not going to be poor, like unless they do something drastically off the radar that I don't that I'm not aware of. You know, like you go a million dollars in debt or something, but their kids nine times out of ten are not going to be in the struggle. They're going to have more wealth than white people, you know. Like you know, so so I, I think that that's our big opportunity. Like that's what's going to make black people when you talk about making black people great again right <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right like that that's that's our that to me that's the, the black maga like like to me I, but i'm not a maga guy right but i think just making black people great again um is something that i know we can do and i i, I just believe that it's going to start with economics right and it's going it's not going to start with some big announcement by al sharpton of some plan national plan or some democratic party policy it's going to start with parents, mm-hmm. you know, it's parents mm-hmm. just deciding we're going to take control mm-hmm. of our family's future. And we're going to start with the economics. And once you fix your economic problems, a lot of other problems get solved. Like a lot of divorces, most divorces occur because of economics. So if you solve your economic problem, you have one less thing to argue with your spouse about. Right? Um, a lot of health problems come from economics, like working yourself into the ground and you, you know, you eating Popeye's chicken on your lunch break, you know, like, you know, like, you know and, 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 you know, so you think about things like health, wealth and relationships, health and relationships connect deep to, directly to wealth mm-hmm. and financial security. If you're financially insecure, then your health goes bad because you're stressed out all the time. You Maybe you're mad. Maybe you're working yourself into an early grave. Your relationships suffer because you don't get to spend time with your spouse. And when you are spending time together, you're fighting over money. Right? I just feel sorry for people who hate their job. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I could just say, just stop letting fear keep you in this place that you don't want to be in or decide that you, I'm just going to start loving this. Mm, that's a good point. <laughs> you know, but to walk around and spend all day at a place you hate, I think yeah. that's just a spirit killer. It just yeah. kills your spirit. I learned that from my grandma. My grandma said, she said, Coco, mm-hmm. never spend 20 or 30 years on a job that you hate. That's what my. That's one. That's, one of the that's mo- great advice. That's one of the. Mo- I mean, and she said it like she had lived it. Yeah, you know, like that was like she said, "Do not ever, do not ever spend all that time on a job that you hate." Oh. And and um and I never forgot that. Yeah. Well, you love what you do now. Oh, I do. I lo- I'm I lo- glad you found your. I love my people. I mean, these are my people. Black people. Yeah. You know, the, the the right black people. Not all black people are you know the same. And and I just like people that just. I don't know, just good people that want to do good things and want to solve problems. And I think that you like, we've gathered some of those people and I, and I love, mm. I get up every day and I'm like, okay, how can I, 
contribute to the pot, the pot of knowledge, you know, so we can all win and be successful. And, and it's an optimistic energy. It's not a, what was me? Like, Oh my God, I hope Joe Biden comes and saves my family type of (laughs) bullshit. Like I can't do that. It's like, no, you save your family. You can do this. I love watching you do work. You know, I sometimes come down and sit and watch you. It's so great. It's great to see. Well, yeah, but I just, it's great to see you in that element. He's trying to get in my and pants. And you're having again. fun. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? But it's just nice to see. Because mm. I've known you for a long time. And you weren't yeah. always in a great place. I, I, You've always been happy, of course. But you're right. But you haven't always been in the great environment, the best environment. But you've seen me in my some of my struggles, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's always it's a battle, though. It's always a struggle. Like, there's always, like away like you're always you know when i was younger i felt like i was always trying to get to somewhere better and what happened was i got to the point where i was like okay i'm exactly where i want to be and then i got bored i was like there's (laughs) nothing i'm not aspiring to anything now so it was a little bit like a midlife crisis it was like okay why am i getting out of bed now like i need i need a new sense of purpose so I i think that's important like a man has to have a purpose that's why it's so bad when you have men that just you know are allowed to sit around in their drawers and smoke weed and play xbox all day and do nothing a man that doesn't have a purpose is going to be a waste wasted man and he's not gonna do healthy things he's gonna just find dumb shit to get into so like little things like just getting up and going to work every day um i think there's a reason why women like to see that in a man and there's also a reason why men like to see that in themselves like a man who does that Mm -hmm. is it's like getting your motor running you know like stuff like that increases your testosterone so um there we go but anyway, uh, I'm going to get on out of here, guys. Do me a favor. Um, okay. Why is Jason Floyd coming there hating and talking about fake What did he say? Shit? I don't know. He's in there talking crazy. What's wrong with these people, man? Who's hating? He said this is the home of fake woke shit. Fake woke? <laughs> yeah, that, that was mean. That wasn't Why is nice. he in here? I don't know. Why do people care enough to come in? Because we attract, yeah. we attract the Negro naysayers. Oh. Who are so sad about their own lives that they just decide to go disrupt other people's lives somehow if they can. Um, all right. So, by the way, guys, if you want to follow me on Twitter, there's my Twitter, Dr. Boyce Watkins one You can also text the word Boyce uh, to 31996 and get text notifications when I go live. Um, also, tonight we're doing election coverage at 6 p.m. I'm going to have black experts come through, uh, not the kind of Negroes that you see on TV. And we're going to talk all day, all, all night about the election and not just the election, but about the state of black America, uh, plans for our families, plans for, for the community. So it's going to be really good. So I um, hope you guys will come and hang out with us on DrBoysTV.com tonight. So take care, guys. Uh, goodbye, Yolanda and Tessinia and Lamar and N. Burris and Bridget and Ronaldo and Lawrence and, and Jason or well, Jason. No, not, I ain't saying about the Jason. Jason's an asshole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, I'm out of here. I'll talk to you later. Have a good day. Be good. Peace.